video podcast. <laughs> Who better? I'm your king of bad taste. <laughs> well, kiddies, with that, here's your host to put a bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 187. Brat, brat, brat. 187, motherfuckers. Video <laughs> podcast. I'm Mike. I'm here with the Lone Star Homeboy, Mr. Grizz. What's going on, my man? We're going back to Texas for the third time this month for the third feature. Oh, man, I'm peeking yes. there. Peek. Yeah. Yes, uh, I would like to welcome back all the uh, ladies and goat smellers here for this episode of the uh, Bad Taste Video Podcast. I'm pretty excited about this one, Mountaintop Mike. Uh, are you Ooh, really? Like that. Yeah, that's good, right? Are you really in the mood for more Texas horror this week? Dude, of course. I love it. I love it. I have a few questions about this movie, too, that I never really thought of um, until I thought about it in the context of this podcast thinking about previous episodes we've done previous topics previous genres we've spoken about and uh this movie kind of kind of sparked a few a few uh thoughts in my head and i think oh, it's going to be pretty good because yeah. uh maybe maybe we'll have a new entry into one of our most beloved lists of movies we'll get into that though i don't want to i don't want to blow our loads yet Jumping our gooey oh. <laughs> yellow neon green loads right interesting um, so grizz this week we watched ozone attack of the redneck mutants the cousin or brother of the abomination shot back <laughs> to back it says 1986 in some places it says 1987 in some places and i believe the copyright at the end of the movie uh, I saw 1989 in some places. Yeah, dude, I don't know. Let me say, I do have the videotape here. It's a mother video release. Probably one of my favorite logos. That little like fucking creature Look thing. At that guy. You yeah, said yeah. mother video. I've heard yeah. other people say murther video, but that doesn't make sense to me, right? It's just mother. No, no, it's M U T H E R. Murther. It's hard to see. Uh, it's very uh, dimly lit here in the uh, Double Cross studio over here. So I'm trying to read the back of this Double box. Cross dungeon right now is what it looks like. Dude, for real. I like the sex Let's swing, see. though. That's a cool addition. Dude, it's fucking <laughs> sick, right? Especially with the neon lights. Yeah, it adds, it's a nice touch. Yeah. I, I have to open my little protector here. 2022, you got protectors on your fucking VHS fucking tapes. Is that the one you got graded? And it's all uh, a 10 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> out of 10. Right. Ready so for my, sale. My 19... Uh, my 19... 1989 on my mother video release of Ozone Attack of the Redneck Mutants. So that's probably so. where I've seen the 89 then is like for the official, you know, video release. But it, I, it's shot in 86 for sure. Um, I want to say those UK releases, those midnight video ones, are those from the 90s? Is that like early 90s? Yeah, those would have been a, a release after the mother video ones. Because they also did the Abomination, right? There's yeah. a couple a couple fucking weird ones on there. Like, just some strange shit. Um, look up. Look up those releases. Look or up don't. those midnight releases. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't give a fuck. I don't even have a pal player, motherfuckers. <laughs> So, Grizz, this videotape took me forever to acquire, right? You were there for the whole ride. Well, it's, for a couple years of it. It seemed like a, it seemed like a battle, you know? One would say uh, a, a struggle, uh, a contest of wills. But yeah, in per, the I'm persistent, man. Yeah, but in the end, I think uh, all's well that ends well. And yes, you now have I, the tape in your possession. I persevered. I have been going after the... I've won, All right. So I've been a fan of The Abomination for a long time. And I always knew of this movie, and I've seen this movie, and I knew that it was basically, um, you know, connected to The Abomination. Uh, we'll get into that maybe a little bit later. 
I mean, there's really nothing to get into. It's just the same people that made that made this, <laughs> and uh, it, they were shot back to back in pretty Mystery much the same place. Solved. There we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll 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 recognize some of the sets, right? Some of the locations from the movie. But um, for some reason, it just it evaded me for years. It was just one of those tapes that I just could never get a hold of. And eventually, my man, fucking Bruce Sutter Kane rules. You hear that name all the time, my dude. He, he's your dealer. He's like, yo, right? man, I, mean, I think I'm ready. <laughs> What'd you say? He's your dealer, right? I mean, that's what. It, oh, dude, at this yeah, point. yeah, yeah. He's like my high-end crack dealer. Right? <laughs> so he's, he's like, all, all right. Goods. Yeah, I think I'm ready to let go of my copy. And we worked out a trade. I got this and a couple other things. And it was one of those things where it's like I got it in the mail, and I, I was like, oh, like now what? You know what I mean? Like you, you hit that wall after finally like this is one of those tapes where I've been looking for it for years. Like I'm telling you, like years I've been searching for this tape. I've I've harassed people for a very long time to no avail. So and, does you this, know it's it's bittersweet when you get something like this. Yeah, dude. Does this kind of like in a way do you almost wish the hunt was still on? Like it was almost more satisfying having that like like what's what's new for you like what's what yeah. is what's replaced this tape now in the uh in in the the dungeon's needs you know i i collect wrestling tapes like that's something that i've always collected along with like horror and all that shit so uh, i i'm probably gonna try to maybe start filling in some of those gaps that i have that seems to be probably my best bet at this point uh things are getting kind of out of control <laughs> yeah yeah things are getting out of control and i really don't want to spend uh like my whole weeks or months paycheck on like a fucking on a tape Silly. it's like fuck i could have i could have bought this for 25 dollars like five years ago but uh you snooze you lose i guess that's how it goes right <laughs> luckily but, you've uh, you've acquired quite uh the mass at this point now of uh right where i don't really feel like you know as far as if you were to have to like go out and 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 to get a tape that you'd have to pay a lot of money for i feel like most of them you have in in the collection at this point so it's not like you're you're hard up to spend that kind of money i mean like there's obviously things like you know the quadeds and the black devil dolls from you know those types of tapes where you don't ever expect to get one, so it doesn't matter. Like, I don't even have those on my radar. But, like, for the other shit, like, there's a couple here and there, but are they things that I'm really after? Not really. A lot of the stuff that I'm after isn't really that expensive still, and I hope it stays that way until I'm done. Right. But you know how it goes. You just, you gotta collect what you like, not what's, you know, rare or what's expensive. So with the wrestling stuff, I know a lot of people, which I don't know, it's really not my thing, but they get into like, oh, I want to like you collect wrestling tapes, obviously. Is yeah. it just like official release tapes? Are you like kind of one of those people that would be like, oh, I want someone's like recording they did of like uh, of Raw's of, for fucking years or whatever. Or their old AWA recordings and stuff like that off of TV. So it has the commercials and all that shit. Like, is that stuff important to you? Or is it more important just to have, like, here's an official release of, you know, such and such matches and that yeah. kind of thing? So I don't um, necessarily seek out home recorded tapes of wrestling stuff because I'm always very, like, weary of is it a first generation recording or is it, it just like somebody sitting there making a dub of the same one over and over? Very true. You know, like, to, to me, like, I don't want to take that gamble. They're not exactly cheap. I did used to find them randomly in the thrift stores yeah and I me would, too I for would, sure yeah i would take those of course but those became scarce also uh i do collect um like some of the more indie wrestling federations like the deathmatch shit and all that stuff um the tapes are a bit harder to come by you know what i mean they're like borderline bootleg if that makes sense like, so gray, like, like gray market <laughs> I wonder, so like you know them them being from like Japan and stuff. Have you ever seen like Japanese bootlegs of those those tapes? Like people's like recordings of those matches and stuff like that for sale. 
So I collect actually American and Japanese. Right, that's what I'm stuff. saying. There are, yeah. there are things from America, like from the late 90s, you got like stuff in the 2000s. What you find with the Japanese stuff is you, you'll you find like fan cam bootlegs. That's where it's dope. like, oh, like 5595 fan cam. Oh, and that's way cooler. In yeah, my opinion, it's somebody's dude. like fucking video camera from like wherever. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like to me, yeah, like sweet. That that's a whole. That's like a totally different like experience of like collecting like a tape in my and like my point of view, dude. Because like now you're like actually experiencing someone's point of view yeah. of that experience yeah. that was only like intimate to that person. Like nobody else experienced it from that perspective. That. That's interesting to me. Yeah, well, think about it. Like, now you could go online and you could be like, oh, I want to see, like, that first performance when Sleep got back together. And you can watch the you can watch the fucking concert, like, from somebody's fucking, you know, phone or whatever. And it True. looks great. It sounds great. Back then, you had to sneak the video camera in, just like the movie theater. Like, people were sneaking video cameras in. So why wouldn't those things be and around? they were huge. They weren't, like, small fucking cameras. Like. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but also, you got to remember, like, these events at that time were being, you know, done at, like, these huge baseball stadiums and shit. So there's hundreds, not hundreds of thousands, but tens of thousands of people. So, like, you're not going to be able to catch everything or everybody. So you're going to get these things, like, and plus, like, so cameras... Cool. You know, you get to the mid '90s and stuff. Like, you could get a decent sized camera at that point. Like, you're not, you're not over the shoulder. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're not wearing a backpack with a fucking battery. Oh man. That's so, great. It, but those things are cool as fuck. They're hard to find. Um, few and far between. Um, I don't own any of those. those Something are, that I I'm never just, even thought of. Such a cool. Yeah, I think that is yeah. a really cool thing to yeah, to have. Yeah. And like all the American like deathmatch shit and stuff from that time. It's all basically that, but it's like a official release as yeah. I'm like doing my fingers in air quotes. It's cool though. It's like really fun to watch. Like it's gruesome shit. But, I've seen a lot of that you know. like American deathmatch stuff and it is, it's like a compilation almost of like clips from like the people that were there from different, you know, perspectives and stuff. But yeah, brutal. I have, Holy yeah, shit. I have like all like, I have a ton of like the, just the original like event tapes. Like, oh, you're going to watch like fucking cage of death three or something like that. Or, you know, or, or all sorts of fucking dumb shit like that. It's cool. But, uh, Grizz, um, ozone is a movie that I guess uh, it wasn't a tape that I would say was like outrageously expensive. It just kind of like never came up for a very long period of time. And then as you know, like once somebody sells one for a lot of money, all, you know, they start just fucking rising from the dead. What what do you think caused this movie to get so popular? You think it's it's that like connection to the abomination? Well, I mean, I think that what makes the the VHS tape popular is is the scarcity of it. I mean, it may not have always been like an expensive, you know, expensive in air quotes as we're saying it, but it's always been a pricier tape. Like, even if one did pop up, you know, five, six years ago, I, I feel like you would probably still pay a hundred bucks back then for it. You know, like it wasn't going to be a, a $25 tape, but like you're saying now, it, it's one sold for you know four or five hundred bucks and all of a sudden everybody's got a copy for sale and they all expect to get the same amount of money which usually doesn't translate to be true it's usually that first copy that'll draw the most and then the rest kind of have a trickle trickle down effect but i think the popularity just comes from the uh the tape collector mentality that is uh right now and i think it's because of social media and like the rise of the of the tape collectors on there and stuff like that, that you just, you want to have these, you know, scarce tapes, the, the grails to post and this shit, bro. Yeah. And this is, this is always can be considered one of them. So I think that's driving the popularity and price. One thing I got to, I will, I will pat myself on the back. I only buy the stuff that's fun to watch. I don't fucking, you know me, dude. I don't fucking sit there and like just trudge through 
back catalogs of like bullshit, like all these movies that you're never gonna watch and all that stuff. And, and one thing I and one thing I will say about you, do which is uh, which is which is 100 percent true, is that uh, once something is that you've wanted is on your shelf, that's pretty much where it's gonna stay. There's yeah. there's there's no turning back from that. So you are I'm not, a uh, man. yeah, you are you are not the uh, the in and out tape kind of guy. No, I'm a hoarder, dude. It's, it's horrible. It's like fucking it's like Indiana Jones. <laughs> Even if you have multiple copies, you're keeping them. You don't give a it's fuck. Hard. <laughs> dude, it's so hard to let go. It's so hard. Well, the only th- here's here's to my in my defense, I only have doubles of a couple Tempe tapes, and uh, you know one one I'm giving away. So like scratch that. One is a double, but one's a one's a, a screener, so it's technically different. It's different, yeah, I get it. You know, it's come on, man. All my zombie tapes—they're all different. Every single one of them is different. And that's and that, okay. And that's—we're talking about your favorite movie now. So like, yeah. I get it. I have multiple copies uh, of of you know Dead Alive, uh, it, and I and I plan on getting more copies of Dead Alive. I want every copy of Dead Alive I can find. Yeah, I get yeah. it. So I mean that that's passable. I I actually did just add to one of my I was other. Say yes, I know that. <laughs> one, one of my other, um, what what would you call it? My obsessions. Uh, yeah, one of my other <laughs> obsessive collections. I I collect versions of Darkness, Leaf Yonkers Darkness, as you know, a favorite of ours. And I finally got my hands on a Japanese release. Um, so there are cool two, I believe. There's a, an alternate cover that I'm still going to have to hunt down. And I'm still after the original promo release. If anybody has one, I will legitimately. If it's come a off. real copy. Ooh, you'll come yeah, off some shit and, and for I, that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll trade you something legit for that. And I will confirm that it's real with Mr. Yonker himself, as I have <laughs> done in the past. So, you know. Come you at have me the with ability. That if you have it. <laughs> so yeah, dude. I got. I don't know how many. How many copies of Darkness do I have now? Um, Seven. Let's really? see. Uh, film threat. I have the um, the the what's Norse. it called release? The, yeah, the Norseman release. Yeah. I have the UK release. I think it's Spanish, German, um, Japanese. Um, is that it? I feel like I'm missing one. You have the DVD as well, right? Oh, dude, I got a Japanese DVD. That's sweet. Um, yeah, I got a bunch of shit. So I love it's it. Coming together. Love the movie. It's a nice it's little darkness collection. Nicely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably number more darkness fan. than I know other people have had. So <laughs> I think I am, you're killing it. I think I'm it. the number one fan, dude. Uh, I think I like I'm there. That. I think I made it. And uh, Ozone is on the shelf next to my darkness collection now. And I'm so excited to finally talk about this movie. This is the one that we've been waiting to do. I've been telling you, like, dude, we got to do it. We got to do it. We got to do it. And we finally did it with the Texas Splatter Trilogy Month. And uh, Grizz, I, I got to say, man. This movie, Texas through and through, yet again. Bro, roll the fucking trailer, because I got hot takes for days. Let's do this. Ozone, the attack of the redneck mutants. Grizz, you, you, you're you're scaring me right now with your threat <laughs> of hot takes, bro. What's going on, dude? What, what do you what, so, what do you mean? This is a 
horrible movie. No! With a couple of good seeds, man. Okay, all right, all right. So, I will give you right off the bat, dude, this has the same problem that the Abomination has. Tons of B-roll. Yes. And, and shots that are just way too long and unnecessary. I will give you that. But... If you if you wade through that, you know the grass is a little high, but it, it's it pays off. Like the payoffs are there in the movie. It's like spaced out, but it's there, brother. The the holes in this plot are as big as the uh, supposed hole in the fucking ozone in this movie. <laughs> all right, all right. So what if they're supposed to be brother and sister at one point, and then all of a sudden they're not? I guess at the end, who cares? All right, we've seen that before. I mean, Jesus, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, are you really watching this for the for the like the continuity? I mean, Jesus, this. But look, look what they're talking about in this movie. Half the time they're talking about literal shit. Like, oh, you're my favorite turd. It's like, there's dude, a, what? There's a lot of turd talk. I will say that I, I can't get enough turd talk. So I, that 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 won me over in that aspect. But I mean, I just can't get over. Like, I'm trying to understand what's happening, and I'm having a hard time figuring out what's happening because other things that should be happening are not yeah. happening. Okay. So I like, think, all right. <laughs> so I, I understand. And I guess also it may be a little confusing when you're seeing these like mutated people, they all kind of look the same. You can't tell if they're men and women or what. Um, I, I do understand, but I mean, man, come on. It's all there. This thing has that. It has the sauce, bro. It has yes. the sauce that makes a good <clears throat> fucking like VHS the sauce base is there, bro. Movie. It's there. <laughs> it's just missing the garlic. You know what I'm saying? The, the garlic Aww. that brings the sauce together. And like, yeah, dude, you hit, you hit the bong and it adds it for you. <laughs> that's, that's my go-to. So like, <laughs> I, I love this concept, man. I love this idea. Uh, and dude, like, you know, 2022, this is a fucking even better relevant. concept. Super relevant. relevant. There is a hole in the ozone, but it's specifically over this area in Texas. Uh, yeah, caused that, by a, an oil, <laughs> uh, a chemical leak, I believe yes, it is. Yes, yes. And uh, it is causing the the people of the area to turn into mutants that are like, you know, basically fucking crazy zombies. Uh, and that's great. I love that. Why the fuck aren't these main characters turning into zombies as fast as everybody yeah. else, dude? Like, yeah. it's it, there's just so many things where I'm like, why, why aren't they, they're at a picnic? Shouldn't they all be turning into fucking zombies? <laughs> like, yeah, you, you so, know, they're... There are a few uh, plot holes in this movie. Um, very similar idea to Bloodsuckers scenes? from Outer Space. Yes. Right? I, I, uh, very very similar, similar intro sequence, uh, which is cool to me. But um, I, I guess these uh, these main characters have what they call plot armor. You know, you're just, you're just safe because you have to be. I like that term. I've never heard plot armor before. Yeah, dude. that's a real that's a real thug. I, that's fucking, a, I didn't I, make that up. I fucking dig that. And that's yeah, definitely yeah. what they had to have had to yeah. uh, survive as long as they did. And I get it. It's a story. You know, I, I had to kind of like suspend my uh, belief of the unbelievable anyways. That's you happening. suspend your disbelief for yeah. this thing. And uh, so, I, uh, I will say, like you just said, uh, that starts off with probably one of the best opening scenes of a low budget film uh of the farmer in the field dude like turning into this like mutant zombie thing i love that opening it really yeah. does i was like Sick, this right? fucking i'm gonna be pumped for this it's shit rules. i was i was excited rules yeah yeah and uh, it has a similar i guess grain to it as the abomination so it makes it like even more like like skeevy when you're watching it yes um yeah, I mean, the opening of this movie kind of shows you what you're in store for uh, as, the, as the story gets gets rolling. You get this, like, super disgusting-looking zombie mutant thing that's Ugh. spewing up, like, this neon green-yellow goo. Good transformation, and, too. Yeah, and that leads me to my first question that I have for you, my friend. Is this movie body horror or is this 
a melt movie. Man, when I was watching this, I was like, dude, this is a melt movie for sure. That that's what I initially thought. I, I guess it, you know, you could you could definitely make an uh, argument for body horror equally as, as much as it is melt, but I think the visuals the green vomit, dude. The it's fucking a melt movie, too. Yeah, they, it they, is. We got another one. I and I never. We've never put it on the list. I don't know anybody who's put it on the list, and it's it it deserves to be dude, on the melt movie list for 100% sure. Hundred percent a fucking melt movie. When it, he shows his slime. hand in the one scene, and it's just fucking like Slimer from fucking Ghostbusters, dude, brother. It's nasty if, looking. If Slime City is a melt movie, then this is a fucking melt yeah. movie. Oh, totally. Totally. And this has the it's same so amount cool. of melt, for sure. Yeah. Oh, man. The Like, the creature... Of, would you call it, like, creature effects? Or, like, the zombie mutant effects? Like, are fucking disgusting in this movie. Yes. And I feel like the grain of the, of the film and everything, like we said in The Abomination, how it adds to the whole feeling and the aura and the atmosphere... That makes this shit look so fucking gross at points. It helps. It makes it makes them look fucking creepy at points too. And it just gives it that like um uneasiness that sometimes it's really hard to get in a movie, you know? Yeah, I think like you were like the the, the 16 millimeter does it does help with the 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 gore in this movie because like you, you like you made the argument earlier how some of the the mutants, it's hard to tell them apart. They all do kind of look similar, but I think it's just because they're so far fucking like decomposed and yeah. like rotting that like there's yeah. no facial features left. It's just yeah, this it's like, just like black muck. muck, yeah, just like oozing off of them, and it's like, dude, this is fucking gnarly, and it's and it's it has that like filter of the sixteen millimeter filming that just makes it like. It makes me feel like I'm watching something that like is almost like believable, like it's a found footage from like back in the day kind of a thing. And, and I really dig that aspect of it. Yeah, like you found this in like a cabin somewhere. You found <laughs> yeah. this fucking footage. You found this in like an abandoned like fucking shack uh, in Texas. It's like, what the fuck is it? <laughs> and it, like even, even to the point where like, you know, we get this great opening and then we get this title screen. That feels like I'm watching like a fucking public access channel or something like right or like a a, a school videotape on like a fucking science class or some shit, dude. I was like, yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's exactly how it feels. I was like, is this found footage from like a fucking Texas, like, uh, you know, like city from back in the day? If if that is a cool way to look at it, it. And that does make me enjoy it a little bit more. Yeah, and like as soon as you get into the actual story, like once it starts like going from there, you get those same shots like from the Abomination, where it's like that wide open Texas land. Oh, plenty right? of like those shots. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, and they they linger on them for quite a yes. bit. You really get to enjoy the atmosphere. Um, one thing that they brought back in this movie that I absolutely loved is the puppet the puppetry. We had another fucking mutant creature uh, brought Jim to Hans life is gonna fucking these, sue somebody yeah. I swear to god yeah. dude the mutant dog coming out of that fu- right that was supposed to be the dog yeah right? that had coming to out be of the, the dog oh my, oh my god. god it looked dude, ridiculous it was, it's so funny I love it but I, I did like that I it was re- it was like uh it was like the level of ridiculousness that I would expect from a Peter Jackson film Dude, I was just going to say, like, and, fucking a seagull from Bad Taste or right. some shit like that. And that's like, why I liked it. That's why I was yeah. like, you should go this far. I you Do that more, because I like that. Yeah, this movie has a lot of comedy in it compared to The Abomination, right? I feel like they, they have a lot of funny shit. Like, um, you have the other, like, local yokel and his mom, and he's got all this like perverted shit to say and it's all goofy stuff because he's got like this fucking really like exaggerated southern accent oh god you have like the drunk guy outside like the general store calling the mom like damn you're ugly yeah dude that was my favorite but she she's like a great cook it's like yeah but what good is it if every time i look at her i puke yeah it's like all this funny ass we should have drowned you when you were a pup and i was like i love these fucking texas yokels these guys are great (laughs) dude let's let's sidestep into the the general store 
And uh, let's talk about how they have like a talent show for some reason. Oh my goodness. What the fuck is... I love the old lady that comes in and sings, dude. And like the, 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 the guy like hosting it keeps calling all the girls heifers. He's like, oh, this heifer here, he's got a real show for you. Check out the heifer I'm bringing in from the side. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> the one the one woman has like the Winston light like uh, voice. I've been smoking Virginia Slims. <laughs> yeah. I forgot the words. Like all this some fucking oh, it's so dumb shit. Ridiculous. It's so funny. And then like the other girl comes and it sounds like they're just playing like a boombox in the background and her like singing fucking terribly over it. Terribly. Oh my god, dude. Wait, wait, wait. The comedians also? In the, Why? Before them? Oh. It, it, it was like the uh what the hell was that tour? Where they had all like the fucking like uh, assholes, like you might be a redneck tour. Oh, the fucking redneck comedy tour. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, my dude, god, that's what they would they would they like. would fit right in with that motherfucking yeah. crew, dude. Yeah, hey, you know, why? Fuck it's a not cow. Even funny. It's like what? Not talking even about funny. Fucking talking about like, oh, you're my favorite turd. It's like what? They kept saying the, that. That was like the punchline to every joke. It's like you're my favorite turd, and I'm telling you what, you're either fucking. You in the turn, or you're drinking the <laughs> shit, and they ain't fun either way. So I don't know what no. these guys are all about. No, but this like whole uh, general store, um, just it's like an alternate universe in the movie. Well, it, it's right? funny like you it's, say that. I feel like the town itself is like because we have our main characters, you know, Scott and and uh, or what's their, what are their names? Uh, yeah, Scott and Blue Thompson. Blue Thompson. I think that's their real names, right? What are they in the? What are uh, they in the Kevin fucking, and Arlene. Kevin and Arlene. Yeah, I just know that Blue Thompson chick from that fucking uh, that Radon movie. Uh, what the hell is it? Highway to Hell. Super good movie. Fucking Radon release. Check that shit out. But she's in that. Um, but yeah, like we have like those two main characters, and like they seem like you know they're like in 1986, right? But the rest of the fucking town feels like it's in like 1950 or some shit. Like it yeah, feels very yeah. like. Two maniacs. Yeah, but uh, in a way where it's like believable because even in like fucking rural New York, I've been to towns where it feels like they're fucking stuck in the 1950s still. Wow. You so, want like, to hear something <laughs> fucked up? Like, there's parts of where I live where it feels like it's the fucking 1700s. Bro. Yeah, for sure. All right. <laughs> so, like, I, I, but it, it's, it's like almost endearing to me to like see a town that's like so itself. It's like so, like, it's not changed yeah. throughout time and that that yeah. that's a cool aspect of it this is a, this has like a similar thing to um i guess like bloodsuckers from outer space where you have that like community that texas community that you kind of meet throughout the movie you know what i mean like the different players from around town and this has a similar thing where you meet the people at the general store and like the girl singing and all that shit. I love it's, Wade, it really the makes fucking it, over the top redneck shooting pumpkins yeah. and shit. He's my yeah. favorite what character. The, <laughs> Jesus. Um, but like, that's the type of thing that makes you actually, you know, like the movie, it, it draws you in. It makes you feel like you care about the people. I mean, do you really care about them? Not really. Not in this one, but it, it's fun. Like it's a, to me, it's like a fun movie. It's got a lot of gross shit in it. The mutants are fucking disgusting. They literally eat the people, and it's like a zombie movie. So well, that's like, one you're of my getting, f- like hardcore fucking gore in this. That that that's what made the movie palatable to me is the amount of uh, like the ending has a lot of that similar gore aspects where they were obviously using like you know real animal gore at the time and shit. I think like I'd heard that. Uh, uh, Scott Davis like worked at a fucking like uh, slaughterhouse in Texas, so he had access to like all of this sense, all of the shit. Because like, meat. you remember watching the Abomination? And they're they're pulling out some hunkers, and there's a lot of that stuff here in this movie too. But uh, like, my favorite scene of this movie is when we get the uh, technically the second person that we see transform, that farmer who's like outside with his dog and he's doing all of his shit, and his wife's inside doing the dishes and he finally transforms and he goes in there and I'm telling you he fucking destroys 
that oh. Pixar bootied fucking wife that he had in there dude. like it was no tomorrow. Ripped the eyeball out and shit, dude. Like, that Brutal. was a beautiful scene. I really got into that. Hey, was that the kitchen from The Abomination? I think it was. I think it's the house from The Abomination. Yeah, yeah. It definitely is the house. Like, the porch looks yeah. like exactly Identical. the same. Yeah. But I think that was the kitchen at that. Because I think you see the living room, too. Yeah, I think it's, it's like just the, the, the different... They like different yeah. lighting. It's actually you can see it this time. <laughs> Dude, when that guy starts fucking killing his wife, there is so much blood being shot everywhere in the room. Like everywhere. The ceiling, the walls, on the floor. It's fucking everywhere. I dig that I scene. I want to know how long it took to clean that shit up. Especially because like... If it was the same house, I got to imagine that's like that's homie's house. <laughs> like yeah, the, the landlord comes back after the day of shooting. Yeah, like yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> I, unless that's just like some fucking abandoned house on like that. a piece of property, yeah. and they just like put a couch in it and like a TV and made Use it look it like shooting. a set. I don't know, but that that shit was brutal. But every time these mutants like attack somebody, it's just fucking disgusting. They're puking like stuff all over the place oh yeah they're like they're they're causing like incredible bodily harm upon people but they're also kind of getting like stabbed up and shit which is causing like more goo and blood to go everywhere it's really fucking the effects in this are pretty cool there for is the some, amount of money that it you know probably costs to yeah, make th- there is some cool effects in this and that that's that's a, a little bit of the the silver lining to it as well there's a really cool like uh, shining ripoff scene, if you would, where like the zombie breaks through the bathroom door and he's oh, like yeah. looking through it, but he's just like oozing that fucking green vomit like through the other side of the door. And I'm like, that's one of the coolest fucking scenes in low budget horror. Honestly, in my opinion, that just looks so fucking cool. So there yeah. is things about this movie that are like I said, it's a horrible movie and I and I fully do think that this movie is not fucking good, but there's a lot of, to it that you're like. This is worth, I could sit through it because there's some things I can pull out of it that I like. I'm sitting here with my mouth open. He's agaped. (gasps) Yeah, I'm gaped right now. Um, That scene where like the, where the mutant breaks through the door, he like proceeds to like bite out the woman's tongue also right after that, which is like a fucking crazy ass scene. Now, Grizz, do you think if I cut this movie down for you to an hour, would you like it more? See, it's funny because I feel like if you were to cut the abomination down to about an hour, I think it would be a fucking masterpiece. You know, I love that. This one, it it yeah, it suffers from like the long uh, B roll and stuff, but it's not my main gripe yeah. with the movie. It, it's just a lot of continuity and story problems that I have with this movie. But I mean, other than that, I really do like the way the movie looks. I like the way the movie has uh, the gore and the special effects. All the things that I love about low budget films are here. Music. Uh, I mean, it has. Oh, the I gr- love it, dude. It has the great song from The Abomination. Let's get that right out. It, oh, it, it, it has both of them. It does. It has. Yeah, they're right. I mean, I'm thinking the of the one main the, that yeah, I they, love. They reuse the main theme, which yeah. actually I feel like works better in this movie. It does feel good in this movie. I will say that. However, the rest of the fucking soundtrack, I 100% would bet fucking money on, dude, that it's like Looney Tunes fucking music that the Looney Tunes characters would use on on like, you know, fucking Bugs Bunny and shit because it sounds identical to that music. Dude, I'm going to tell you. I didn't look it up. I didn't fact check. I'll fact check this in between segments when we go into the video Dropbox. I guarantee you that one of the soundtrack uh, songs is from the Reanimator. Really? I guarantee you. The one that's that the do 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 See, I know the song that you're that I hear like from the Reanimator that you're doing, and I don't know if it's the same song. I think it is. It's if it is, like it might be the same, like you know, notation. This just made it sound very like fucking Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, fucking cartoons, man. I don't know. Well, well, they also loop it at one point, like it ends oh, and they yeah. start it again. Where you can hear the loop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But but see, to me though, like when they use the theme from the Abomination in this movie, like it's like during that part with the mutant and everything. Like the mutant 
like being all disgusting and shit with that music playing is awesome. I feel like it's better than the abomination. Yeah, it hits and, harder. Yeah, and like when they're running from like the fucking mutants and shit and you hear the fucking music that's playing when they're drunk driving, it hits harder also. You know, I feel like it works better in this movie than it did in the abomination. Yeah. I will agree with that. I, I it's such a good fucking song, dude. Like I, I you could put that in any low budget horror movie and it's gonna fucking just get the effect that you want it to have it's really well done which which one do you think is better the drunk driving song or the theme the theme the main theme yeah yeah it's just that classic just classic horror dude yeah and like the synth the synth tone yeah exactly it's just they knew what they were so doing sick. with that aspect of it and that's why they reused it twice it was it was so nice they they had to use it twice dude we should try to cover that we should cover that i song. would love to do that dude that'd be so much fun maybe we could do that for this week maybe All we right. could figure that one out let's try to let's try to figure that one out um chris one thing that this shares with the abomination both of them will basically lead to the end of the world right um this is a pretty cool concept that I wish they would have kept going with, right? Like that would have been sick if they had like an end of the world, like uh, different, you know, whatever. This, well, here there's what is it like? The abomination could be like death or whatever, and this. Oh, you do one for like pestilence and plague and all that shit. That'd be kind of interesting. Like, imagine they did all that shit, like the horsemen of the fucking apocalypse, but only it's the Texas tornado of death. That's not Kerry Von Erich. (laughs) So I think why I like the abomination more is that is the writing of it. You know, I think I think Brett McCormick had a stronger story than uh than this dude does uh i think that that's like the main issue that i have with it so uh i could see where the abomination would fit into that like what you're saying that like end of world fucking like scenario those kind of movies and stuff where i think brad red here just didn't really didn't dial it in as much as i would like him to because there is a great concept here there really is a, a something cool here that is is relevant i think indefinitely throughout time you know people fucking with the the world around us is never going to be a good thing it can lead to fucking you know harm awesome concept i just need this to be a little bit more focused have the story make a little bit more sense for me because there's there's some there's some sauce here like you said it's just not fully tuned in yet man like like in the beginning when you see that like that gas leak scene and shit like that yeah. I like stuff like that, dude. Show me some more cool shit like that. Of explain to me more of what's going on here and yeah. like why I should be caring about this scene. Then I could really get into it. Yeah, I think they tried to do a little bit too much with this, where the abomination is very simple, right? Yeah. It, it, there's not much going on in the movie. Where this, I feel like they mm, it's ambitious. Maybe, yeah, maybe maybe they were a little bit too ambitious. Where I still like this movie a lot. I still think it's very entertaining. I can watch it over and over again because I, I'm i just fucking... I have some sort of deficiency. Well, the end scene of that zombie eating the fucking mom is worth it alone. I mean, that <laughs> is it's fucking awesome, dude. It's really, really <laughs> good looking. Well, well, this... Yeah, this... And, well, this has a downer ending also. This movie. Everybody dies. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing. And uh, same thing with movies. The Abomination. Yeah, but, I love that, man. Give me the yeah. fucking downer ending. How come that's not like a fucking bigger thing? Fulci like the downer ending, which I love. It's a that's horror like movie. Like, I don't want it to be fucking happy. Like, I don't want the the kids to get away in the end and all that shit, dude. Like, everyone deserves to die. Like, let's make it, let like, do that in a fucking horror movie, because that's what <sighs> would make sense. Dude, what would be a better remake, The Abomination or this? You know what I think, as much as I like the Abomination, I think this in the right hands with a good rewrite would be a better remake for today's time period. I think this is very relevant. Yeah, I agree. Very relevant topic. I think the actual like infectious zombie thing also is very, uh, 
in vogue. Oh, I guess dude, you could say, yeah. right? Then think about it. I was thinking of the whole, you know, like, you know, global warming bullshit that, you know, every. That, well, no, it's both. Yeah, like I was just thinking the one aspect of it, but like. Double header, bro. Yeah, like that is. You could really fucking hit both nails on the head here. And I kind of want to just say that I did not think of an alternate explanation of this movie. It's pretty straightforward. I can't blow your mind like last week, dude. I'm a, I'm a little disappointed in and myself. And see, and that, my friend, is why I don't think this is as good of a movie. Because I was even thinking that. I was like, is Mike going to be able to, to sway me with some crazy fucking scenario that's going to like completely changed the way i view this movie and i was like there's no way he can i looked at every fucking angle and i was like no this is pretty straightforward yeah and uh i think this is what it is and it's okay but it's not the abomination yeah it's unfortunate that i i couldn't th- even just make it up but <laughs> one thing one thing i will say i want i wonder if i'm starting to think i wonder if i could cut this movie into the abomination Okay, now there's something that we you could play with. I like that that like there's aspects of this that you could work into the abomination. Like if you had like oh man, like yeah, I do like that because there's like that whole like tumor thing going on there. So if like what if like the ozone opening up gave you like a skin cancer from like the exposure which led to the fucking tumors. See, there's there's a play there, yeah. dude. I like that. There it is. Damn, man. Maybe we'll just do the remake. Kind of quick. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just do the remake. <laughs> we'll just combine them. I like Isn't it. that the thing now? You just combine all the movies just, into one. Yeah. Whatever you like, like they never just happen. Cluster fuck it into some garbage <laughs> fucking movie and put it out to make millions of dollars. <sighs> I'm not um, cynical so, at all. I swear. <laughs> no, hey, man. They can't all be like this. You know no. what I mean? <laughs> You know, this also kind of has a hint of toxic zombies. Yeah, it does have a, a very similar look, too. I mean, it's just that, like, low-budget production and zombies all coming together. Yeah, like, the exposure is not perfect, so yeah. it gives it that, like, slightly off, not professional look. But sometimes it works because it's a horror movie. Where, like, if you were watching a comedy, you'd probably just be like, this is fucking annoying. Yeah, I wouldn't get into it at all. So, Grizz, why don't you give me your final thoughts on Ozone, the attack of the redneck mutants? Uh, the movie's definitely worth watching. I don't want to get the impression that, like, oh, this is fucking garbage. Don't waste your time. I mean, it's on fucking YouTube, for Christ's sake. Go dial it up and check it out. Um, it's it's just because it has the the plot, you know, holes and the story doesn't fully do it for me doesn't take away from the fact that there's awesome gore in this movie there's great special effects especially for low budget and there's some there is a lot of like really good comedy not even with just like the scenes being funny but the fucking dialogue can be really funny at times so there's there's some good things to take away from this movie that that would make it worth watching again yeah i agree this is definitely for me one of my I guess favorites when it comes to like, Oh, tapes that I own and watch. This is definitely one of mine. Um, like I said, it took me forever to get one. I was, it was bittersweet to get it, but I'm glad that I can watch it whenever I want. Um, it just hits a little differently when you have the tape. I'm sure it does. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, I, I do agree that this movie could, uh, drag at some times, you know, some points it's a little slow, a lot of B roll, a lot of extra shit that doesn't need to be there, but the fucking gore pays off. It's worth the wait. It's a crazy fucking movie. The story's fucking crazy. If you like the abomination, you probably will like, you, you probably will like this. If you really like the abomination. If you just kind of like the abomination, if that makes sense, you may not like this one. But, you know, at, at this point, you know the movies I like. You know the movies that uh, Mr. Hollywood Homeboy over here likes. <laughs> so, you know, make make the make the judgment for yourself. But go out, go spend $1,000 on one of these VHS tapes, um, and we'll see you in the video Dropbox.
Okay, we're back in the video Dropbox and we're gonna finally round out our Texas Splatter Month here with a movie that I bet most of you don't know about, right? Would yeah, you say this is, this this is, is deep, definitely deep this is a deep cut? cut? Yeah, this bro. is a deep cut. This All is right, a deep guys one. and girls. Even for us, this is a deep cut. We will be watching the 1989. Grizz, what what would you what would you classify this as? This is a splatter anthology, which is like fucking amazing because it combines two of our favorite things into one movie. Like it could be perfect. Yeah, I'm fucking pumped because this is tabloid. Man, uh, like you said, it's a deep cut. Most people probably don't know that this is a fucking thing or have ever seen it. I don't know. Uh, you never hear anybody really talking about this one. Yet again, we may be the only people on uh, iTunes and Spotify talking about this. <laughs> just like uh, I think Ozone also was a first. Dude, there's a lot of movies that we've done that were first that I couldn't find any other episodes you know from any other podcasts on. Trendsetters. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Let's hit the trailer. I think there is one, right? I think so. And we 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 got some some shit about this movie that we want to say. Just what do they think this is? Another sleazy boy. Let's explain why we are doing Tabloid as our fourth movie uh, of the Texas Splatter Month. That's because this is a clusterfuck of everything that we just watched this previous month. We have Brett McCormick, the writer and director of The Abomination. We have Matt Delvin, the director of Ozone, Attack of the Redneck Mutants. And to bring it all together, we have the one and only Glenn Coburn, writer and director 
of bloodsuckers from outer space all coming together to write and direct tabloid the horror anthology that we will be breaking down next week dude i am so fucking pumped about this dude i guarantee you after we cover this movie this one's gonna blow up baby because it's fucking sweet dude this movie's gonna be so fun this is everything that we love about horror movies yeah like the whole everything about it the way it's shot the way it looks the music that's in it this movie is some bad taste video fucking shit baby and i'm glad we are the first ones to probably cover this uh in the podcast realm yes where we are the fucking legitimate vhs abominations (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah we are the definitive horror vhs podcast uh, unfortunately, I don't own tabloid though, so you know, fuck me though. Who right? does? Jesus Christ! Let's talk about rare <laughs> yeah, tapes, yeah, man. We'll, that's, we'll talk about that one. We'll talk about there. that one. Yeah. So, Grizz, where could they find you on the internet? You can find me on Instagram at Kane underscore Enabler. And you can find me at Bad Taste Video, and you can find everything we do at www.badtastevideo.com. Please visit our Facebook page. Uh, go like that shit. Go talk some shit. Give us a uh, review. Tell Grizz to, yeah, tell Grizz to go fuck himself. Please. And uh, see, what he, see what he says to you. <laughs> I'm you a know. gentleman. He, yeah, he's a gentleman. Uh, <laughs> any, anything else, my man? What's going on? Nothing? Yeah, Is that nothing. it? I'm, I'm psyched. I'm excited for That's next week. It fucking tabloid motherfucker all right we'll see you next week with as i've been saying for the last fucking 10 minutes tabloid have a big hand to the turd brothers hammy and roll well thank you there x lax He's a uh, uh, preparation age. He cures all of us assholes. <laughs> You're an asshole. You wouldn't shit your own favorite turd, would you? Not me. <laughs> Do you ever know how to sex a cow? No, how you do it? Take two fingers, you lift the tail, you poke them straight in. If one bends, it's a bull. If they both go in, it's a heifer. No shit. No, I wouldn't shit you either. You're not my favorite turd. <laughs> You got a turd hung in your throat? <laughs> well, we're going to turn it back, get down and fuck yeah. with it. Hey, let's give a good, good howdy to all these friends and neighbors here. Hey, now I've got you some talent. I got mess Loretta. God dang, come in here. Loretta Lipscomb, come on. God dang, ain't she something, that little heifer. 
God. Well, thank you. Hiya, folks. I'm going to sing you one of my favorite songs, 16 times. Let's give this little sugar bridges a hand. Come on. Some people say a man is made out of mud. A poor man's made out of muscle and blood. I say it, a muscle and blood, skin and bone. That's a week and a bag. God Sixteen tons. What do you get? You get another day older. You're deeper in debt. I say to Peter, don't you call me Cosa. I can't go. Oh, my soul. To the company store. Way to go, baby. Oh, I spit. See. Dang, excuse me, Shit. baby. I forgot my lines. Oh. Hey, shut up, Shadux. Give the little lady a chance. I can see, see. Shit. I can't do it.